The Netflix series Daredevil is the most iconic iteration of the comic book character we have till this day. And in this episode, we continue our talk on season one and the intense introduction to Wilson Fisk. All that and more on episode 78 of the Marvelous Friends podcast. We know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. What did we think of this movie? I'm giving this movie a B minus. Odin reminds me of a Haitian father. <laughs> this is. It feels like the comic brought to live screen. Ooh, you can't slap your name on anything. Who's gonna stop you? It's Odin's. <laughs> this is. If this is the story they are going for, can we buy a cheap table so I can flip it? <laughs> yeah, like, we will not have it. Dog. All right, everybody, we got a curfew. By 9 o'clock, Seeing college foggy um, made me laugh because of his hair is even longer for some reason. <laughs> oh, true. That made sense to me. Yeah, that he looked sense. like one of them dudes that be, was smoking weed in college a lot, but still got straight A's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> For me, because I guess I'm like the only one that likes Foggy. Mm-hmm. Oh, aside from Rob's brother Matthew, he oh, loves, true. He yeah, loves yeah, yeah. Foggy. Yep, yep. He liked Foggy more than me. I was like, oh, I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, I do not like Foggy. Um, but for me, I think like Karen, he was hit or miss. Mm-hmm. But I think when he found out what Karen was up to, he became more consistently likable for me. Mm. Like when he showed up with that baseball bat and said, hey, man, like I'm, well, okay. That was legit. Yeah. I'm trying to remember specifically what he said, but it's hard. But from what I remember, he was saying, hey. Because you were acting weird. You were acting weird. Yep. I was worried. If you need me, I'm here. Like I, I, I can help you. Mm-hmm. Like let's do this together. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was really kind and generous with um. Miss Cardenas. Yes. And then on the kicker is he stood up to his ex-girlfriend mm. and was like, nah, yeah. man, we ain't playing this. Like, mm-hmm. you got to put yourself aside and think about this woman mm-hmm. or I'm going to bring the heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was like, oh, snap, Foggy Bear. And he was like, nah, I ain't Foggy Bear. <laughs> so I don't know. I think over time, mm-hmm. he got better for me. Yeah. And I like the fact that he stood up to Matt. Now, did I agree with everything he said? No. Right. But I appreciate side characters mm-hmm. that are like, hey, man, like, let me let me give you my two cents. Because yep. I don't like the robotic side characters. Yeah. That are like, no. Like, mm-hmm. I like Falcon. I can get behind that. But Falcon was a little too robotic. Like, yep. he's like, okay, Steve. Like, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but but I, I get it. The jokes are here to miss. And he can be too awkward at times. Yeah, that's so one I get thing it. That, that's one thing that we did not say about Foggy is that he was incompetent, right. or that mm-hmm. he's like. I think yeah. Fergie though said that you you were trying to understand the point of his character, <laughs> right? And I think and I so, interpreted that as incompetent, but I don't think that was fair to Fergie because Fergie mm-hmm. asked a you know specific question like, "What is the no, role?" I think Foggy has plays? great heart. He's good worth ethic. He's a great friend um, to not only Matt, but also Karen. He cares. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget why his name is Foggy, too. Is that his last name? No, no that's Foggy his, Nelson. His, his, fir- oh, his, his real name, name is Franklin. Sheesh. Um, it's, his real name wow, is uh, it's short. <laughs> it's short for something. 
Mm-hmm. So no no is no. It? So his no. name no. So his name is um Frank. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. But his nickname is Foggy because in the comics I I forgot why they it's that way in the show, but in the comics it's because he has like a foggy memory, like he forgets things. Yeah, oh. that was the comics. I don't know what they why they call him that in the show. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe but for the same I think, it just yeah, gave him I think that he's name. a solid character. I just don't mm-hmm. care for him. Yeah, I will say even the even the characters that we find um, annoying or they're just like awkward or whatever. I feel like the show really does do a good job um, with the writing of, of yeah. these characters. Um, they really do a good job with that. I did want to talk about a scene. Uh, I want to get off Foggy real quick. I will say those first two episodes. Who he was. Oh yeah. Even yeah. I was not defending him. Yeah. You were like, I'm going to wait till episode nine. Yeah. I'll wait um, till episode nine. <laughs> but I want to ask you guys about this one scene um, where we get a little flashback with the Russians. They're in, they're in jail. And there's a specific reason why I'm bringing this up, but they're in jail. They, they're, I forget exactly why, but basically, you know, they got captured. They got thrown in this, the cell. Mm-hmm. They're not in jail, but they got thrown in the cell. And, um, I forget their names, but Anatoly and Anatoly Anatoly. Okay. And Vladimir. Okay. Yeah. So Vladimir tells Anatoly, we're going to get out with this thing. And it's basically a tool that was made from the, a dead guy who's also in the cell with them Mm -hmm. made out of his rib. Mm -hmm. And we see, I think, was it Vladimir or was it Anatoly who went up to the dead body to break another rib? It was Anatoly. Was it Anatoly? That oh my gosh, mm. that bone cracking. Yeah, there's a lot of bone oh my, cracking in this show. There's a yeah. lot of bone cracking in this show. Remember like, when um Daredevil beat up the 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 henchman that was threatening the jury in the earlier episodes? There was a ca- uh, a court a court uh, trial, mm-hmm. and one of the jury jur- jurors was being threatened by that guy. Yeah, and. Daredevil broke his wrist, mm-hmm. and you could hear his wrist crack. Yeah, yep. I've seen. I've seen. Uh, I forget what exactly, but in some of the fights in this, um, I've seen bones pop out of skin. Yep. Um, like this, this they do not hold back on the show. This is a, a yeah. it, it's so good. Um, what do we what do we think about the Russians? They they get more time as we progress in the show. Uh, Vladimir and uh, no, they're not the same. Nope, we're not going. <laughs> not there. those Russians. Nope, not the trust the bros. Um, we're, we're not those guys. Uh, okay. uh, but we're talking about Vladimir and Anatoly. Um, any thoughts on these guys? They don't get too much time until towards the end of what we've watched, right? Um, Vladimir really shines, um, yeah. especially after he learns that his brother died. Um, but what, what, any thoughts on the Russians? I mean, I think they're interesting. Um, they're definitely like bad guys, but it's unfortunate that they're not the baddest of the bad guys. So I feel like they almost mm. take a backseat. I think they're the foundation for the whole group um, to function because they have the most bodies. Mm. So they need to move drugs. They need to traffic women. Mm. They need to sell weapons. And, and, you know, all this different criminal activity. So you need actual people to facilitate these plans. You need bodies. And so the Russians have the bodies and they have men that can fight. Like these men are like, they're intimidating to normal people and they can fight. Mm -hmm. But Matt is so skilled that he can fight them, 
but be but it's cool that it does take a toll on Matt. Right. So there they are a threat to some degree, but but they're limited in how threatening they can be. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They're they're no they're no Nobu. They they can't they can't fight mm-hmm. like that. But they're a threat for sure. Though Anatoly was dumb, man. He was Oh yeah, that was dumb. He was He's the one that got bashed what in. What is up with these yeah. blonde characters doing dumb Trish, Karen, oh, now man. Anatoly? Was Anatoly blonde? blonde? Do think People gotta get purpose? together. Yeah, what? he's he's blonde. Dirty blonde. Dirty like blonde. Dirty he's a dirty oh, okay. blonde. But it, I don't, but but what Anatoly did was like Wesley was it Wesley or just a random bodyguard? I forgot. Uh oh, at the door? At the the the, the restaurant. I think there were a few of them. I think Wesley was one yeah, of them. Wesley yeah, was there. Wesley yeah. Wesley, man. Wesley don't play. Yeah. <laughs> you we we know what Wesley can do. He's yep. he's serious. Mm-hmm. So when Wesley says, yo, you're gonna have to wait until my man's done right, yeah. handling his business. Yeah. You wait. And, <laughs> and and Kingpin is a gentleman. He is a, he's not gonna keep Vanessa out late like some of these dogs mm-hmm. that kind of take advantage of women. Nah, he's respectable. Yeah, yep. he's gonna bring her home at a reasonable time, bro. So all you gotta do is wait. You know, you could literally like I, I think Russian people like soccer. That's what I think. So, bro, you just gotta put up, put, watch some soccer highlights on, on your phone and just chill, man. You know, just chill for a little bit. But now nah, he like ran in there and said, "Listen, we need to talk business. We can make a deal." And I'm like, and then Vanessa's freaking out for good mm-hmm. reason. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, I got and upset too. It's like mm. Anatoly, man, that was dumb. Now he I, had that coming, I, man. Like. I mean, if someone asked me defend this man, I would give up. Yeah, I would not defend. Yep. And I'm someone that defends the, mm-hmm. the defenseless <laughs> in TV defenseless. shows. But I Defend can't defend this man. I don't know what you guys thought of that that whole oh, restaurant no, scene with I him. Thought it, I it was thought deserved. It, I thought it was yeah, it was dumb what he did and what he had coming was totally deserved. And it was uh, it was a feast for my eyes. Really? I knew his, he was so the minute head. he got in the car. Look, I'm going to, no, see, here's the thing, right? I'm not going to say, when I say it's a feast, I'm not saying that, like, I drink his blood. I I didn't say all that. Uh, Fergie. Rob's Rob's a vampire. (laughs) No, stop it. So, um, what I'm not saying is I sat back and I watched that happen with a big smile on my face. Like, yeah, I did not. Fergie did. I know. I, I know she did. Oh I didn't. But I like that in my TV shows that they don't hold back. Like if you're going to, if you're going to go violent and if you're going to commit on a character, go all in. Like what's the rating on this show? I think TVMA. Yeah. It's got to be. Ain't no way. It's not like, yeah. So you, you don't like when you build up to something and then you, Pull it all the way back. I hate that. I hate yeah. that. Like, you built this thing up, and by the time I get there, I want to see whatever the threat is. I want to see that threat delivered so yeah. I, too, can be scared. If you build up to that, and you don't start slamming somebody's face in a car door, I'm I'm not going to believe you. Yeah. I think, I'm like, oh, yeah, Kingpin. Uh, not Kingpin. Um, <laughs> Daredevil got you. This ain't even, we don't need a season two. Yeah. This is over, you know. Disney so, Plus entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because exactly. I'm feeling like there were times, and I'm not going to mention the specific Disney Plus shows, but 
Mm. We can think of moments in the Disney Plus shows where they built up to something mm-hmm. consequential, like, oh, someone's going to get hurt. Broker? Who's the power broker? Well, I'm not even talking about that. I, I, I'm yeah, just talking yeah. about people getting hurt. Yeah. And even if people got hurt, it was done in a, a way that felt like, wow, this, I ha- this has no impact. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, this character got hurt because of the villain, but I don't feel anything. And then other times, the character never got hurt by the villain. Right. Whereas this show... As soon as Anatoly got in the car with Wesley, mm-hmm. you knew. I was like, oh, it, bro. Yep, it's about to happen. Bro, it's, use, it's use, over for you, I'll man. I'll use this example. Hawkeye, building up to Kingpin. Then we get Kingpin. And what happens? Well, he ripped the car door off the, the car. But he got bodied real quick. He got bodied by Kate Bishop. Well, okay. Not bodied. I want to say bodied. He didn't get bodied. He just lost. But, like, he's upper management. Yeah. No, you're That's right. Kingpin. You're right. No, no, no. I'm with you. I was just saying he didn't get bodied, but he he did lose to Kate Bishop. Well. No, you're right. You, no, you he should not have Kate Bishop, and Kate Bishop is scared, and that's the end of that. Like, no. You're, no, I'm with you. I know you're with me. Yeah, I know yeah, you are. Yeah. I'm, not, like, I'm not arguing with you. This, I, I know we're in agreement. I know. Yeah, I'm just I, frustrated. I, I, but that's what I for mean. For me, it's like I, every time I think about that scene, I try to... Like try to clean it up. Like no, I'm, I'm don't there. <laughs> clean it up for Disney. Plus, I'm there, man. But no. I, but I can't do that. <laughs> no, I don't. can't because Eleanor, Kate's mom, didn't right. even get hurt. Right. Anatoly, this man. Oh, this. All right. Let's compare the two real quick. So Anatoly, <laughs> he runs into the restaurant. Right. Yeah. What does? Th- all right. Forget his actions because they're dumb. Right. But what did he say? Hey, let's make a deal. Make I want to make a deal. I want to do business with you. Like yeah. you're right. I was wrong. Yep. I'll get my brother to like, mm-hmm. you know, get on board with you. Right. That's it. Yeah. Nothing negative about right. what he. Nothing disrespectful S- uh, about what he said. Yes. Right. What he did disrespect, but what he said, nothing. Eleanor was like, "Hey, my daughter's involved." And Kingpin's like, "So, like, <laughs> what we do involves family. You didn't yeah. know that." Yeah. Well, it's different. I'm like, okay, you sound like a Karen. It's yeah. different with me. Mm-hmm. I can't let Kate get connected to this. Mm-hmm. So if you mess with me, I'm going to release all your secrets. And I was like, bro, this is way more disrespectful than the, than the Russian dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, no, because I, I disagree with that because um, it's one thing for, to disrespect him like that, just, just him. But then to do that in front of Vanessa... But he didn't. I'm talking about what they said. No, never mind. It's not what people say is never really. I mean, some people say disrespectful things, right? Yeah. But in the case that we're talking about, it's clearly not what the person said. It's what they it's, did. It's what they did. It's the timing of it. It's completely inappropriate. And it's Vanessa. And it's Vanessa. And like, they told him, yo. Yeah. Just wait. Like, like <laughs> never mind the fact that it's Vanessa and uh, Wilson Fisk. You just don't do that. To somebody on a date. Yeah. You wait, you give them that respect to let them finish that, clean that up, finish that, take her home, make sure she's home safe. And then, okay, boom, it's business. What, what are you going to, what are you going to yeah. lose if you wait an hour? His message nothing. was not that urgent. It wasn't. It was not that urgent. <laughs> that man was just petrified because he knew what this man was capable of. So, no, it's not this. So, to go back on the build up thing, like. Hawkeye did not build up to this kingpin. Not at all. Not at all. Nah. And that's and and so when you ask me like what I don't like, that's that's it. 
Yeah. It happens a lot in these TV shows, and it's just like, ah, that's why when we start TV shows, I'm like, oh, man, but I got to invest in this. Is this going to be worth it? Like, Yeah, because oh. TV shows take time. Movies, yeah. is, it's, hit, it's like run and done. I can make a decision on how I like a movie in an hour or two hours. Like, I'm good. TV shows are high risk. It's a, it's a high, high risk. reward, yes. though. That's yes. very true. Because yeah, it's it more, TV shows, are, to me, are more rewarding than movies. I absolutely agree with you. But they're more painful. As a, as a movie guy, I absolutely agree with you. They're more painful than movies, yes. though. Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. But I, but I did, I thought it was cool that Kingpin hit his head off with the door multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that escalated the violence. Mm-hmm. Like even before that, it was violent, but then it took it to another oh, level. Yeah, after that war. scene. Yep. Yeah. My man was leaking gallons. Anyways, it's uh, crazy. Uh, moving on, I have two other things I want to ask you guys before we uh, end this episode. Um, it's always so good to talk about this show, but as you can see, we can get very excited and animated. Um, we are introduced to a character um, as we end um, episode 9 and 10. Uh, we're introduced to Stick. And I want to ask you guys, what are your thoughts on Stick? I can be your father figure. <laughs> <laughs> Matt got daddy issues. Yeah, a lot of daddy issues. <laughs> lots of them. Man, all these... Well, ne- not even lots of them. It's just with Stick. Because he, he didn't have a father issue with his own father. Yeah. Yeah, but he died, though. So, yeah. so he there's an absence. <laughs> yeah. The way of, you like, said that's so matter-of-factly. <laughs> yeah, but he died, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a father issue, though. No, but he's not there no, to he's help not them. There. You're right. You're that's right. what I'm saying. There's a there's a hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's that's, a gap. Yeah, if, it, if Stick, he has a father issue, that's the issue. And Got Stick you. kind of fills it, but yeah. doesn't. Yep. Yep. He, he's there he for the money. He doesn't. He's definitely well. He's there for the money, but we also like doesn't. Uh, you know, young Matt doesn't he make a bracelet out of the ice cream cone wrapper? Yep. And I thought that was sweet. Yeah. And for him to kind of like crumple it up in front of his face. Toughen him up, whatever. That was just like rude. And then later, yeah, we find that he didn't throw away the rapper. So I'm like, man, you tortured this boy all his life. Yeah, this, but this is good foreshadowing for future seasons. Yeah, yeah. So I like the fact that they laid the groundwork. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool that they brought him in, connected him to Nobu. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of gives us a nice little gap yeah. before the confrontation between Fisk and Daredevil yeah. in episode nine. It was a good break. Like, it was a good buffer. Like, and I think that that pacing mm-hmm. was, is what helps Daredevil excel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They pace it well. Yep. I don't have much to say about him. I just feel like he's a grumpy old man. Um, yep. But yeah, I mean, clearly because he kept the bracelet you can tell he kind of cares but seems like he's more focused on 
whatever this mission or this war he keeps talking about is because he keeps yeah, saying stuff guy. about war and that he needs a soldier and so i think like even though he does care for matt he's still tr he's trying to prep matt to like not have certain attachments so that he can be ready for whatever this showdown's about to be so mm -hmm. he seems to be i mean he, he he strikes stick strikes me as the like for the greater good type of person like not that he's completely heartless but he's just like okay well this is probably really gonna hurt him but i need to prep him for the greater good because something is coming and we need to be ready for it so he's willing to make that sort of sacrifice of being like possibly even being hated by matt just to mm -hmm. whatever this greater purpose is gonna be yeah, I feel like Stick is a straight-up curmudgeon. And you know how, like, mm -hmm. some TV shows, you have a lovable one? He's just straight-up, like, there's nothing to love about him, really. Like, he's a good yeah. teacher, mentor figure, but mm -hmm. there's some scenes I'm like, oh my gosh, he's just so annoying. I just can't... Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe the scene was just too long or whatever, but he started to annoy me. Um, but I can appreciate what he represents to and for Matt. Yeah. I love his, like, biting sarcasm mm. <laughs> like he, i think after their fight because um stick kills the child because he's the black sky and he has to complete the mission and mm. matt is just so angry because he was gonna stop stick from doing it and stick is like i think he says something to the effect of like i know i know uh you like a granola type like yourself was, was gonna <laughs> stop me so i already killed mm. him already Mm. And Matt is just so provoked to anger, he just fights him. Mm -hmm. And then after Matt wins the fight, he's like, "Congratulations, you be an old man." Mm. <laughs> yep. It's just like that sarcasm. Mm -hmm. But he has a tiny, tiny, tiny soft side. Yes, because he kept the rapper. It's very small. He yeah. kept that rapper though. Yeah, I feel. I feel how you feel, Fergie. Um, curmudgeon, just eh, like I feel like he comes off as like, all right, he, he doesn't like people. He doesn't care if people like him. doesn't even care if the viewer likes him. Like, <laughs> exactly. like, you know what I mean? Like, like he's literally like, he's clearly there for a purpose and simply for that. And he's trying his hardest not to get his emotions in the way. This um, reminds me of, um, Severus Snape from Harry Potter. Oh, yes, yeah. very exactly. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. The lovable or not so lovable. Hard to love curmudgeon. It's like, yeah, he's a curmudgeon, but deep, 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 deep down, mm -hmm. he cares about Harry Potter. Yeah. Deep down. It's like ethnic yeah. parents. <laughs> right. <laughs> ethnic parents. <laughs> it's that tough love. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but tough. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> tough love. Hold Light the love. It must be love. Uh, it's like uh, <laughs> Shang-Chi. Shang it's like in Shang-Chi with, with um, Mandarin and... Um, oh, Yeah. And Shang-Chi. Yep. yep, that's <laughs> so true. So I have a question for you guys as we close. Um, this is fun talking about Daredevil and really get in there about these characters and, you know, all of this stuff. And so I'm excited to what we're going into as we watch episode 11, 12, and 13. What are we looking forward to? What's one thing we're looking forward to as we watch these next few episodes and end season one? What's What are you guys looking forward to? Um. Well, you know... I think uh, something that I noticed just with, like, 
um, Kingpin and his party is that each of them have their own kind of like unique um, motivations and stuff. Like, you know, Nobu and the Yakuza got something going on. The Russians had their own kind of goals. I'm, and Madame Gao got her own thing. So I'm looking forward to seeing a little bit more um, on some of the others, especially Madame Gao. We haven't really seen her side of the operation and what she does and just like who she is period because like like we mentioned before like she says she can speak all languages like how how did you manage that like so what what do you got going on so just i guess discovering more about the personalities and the operations of like this conglomerate and like what what is was matt gonna do um is he slowly chipping away at each piece but like what's he gonna do when faced with more yeah, and Elise, um, just to add to that real quick, um, Fisk is afraid of Madame Gao. Right. Mm-hmm. And he strategically communicates with to her with this respect. Right. To ensure that, like, okay, she Madame Gao trusts me. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that says a lot. It's like, man, even Fisk is afraid of Right. Her. And mm-hmm. she got a cane. What's going on with that? Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I really love about this show, and I like this about a lot all these Marvel Netflix shows, mm-hmm. is the main character talking through the plan with the side character. Um, and obviously sometimes it doesn't work out, but in this, uh, I think last episode, I think episode nine, they were talking about what they have on Fisk, mm. and so they're going through like, okay, so what about that cop that? got shot and it's like well he's unconscious Mm. it's like okay what about this person maybe we can question him no they're they ran away Mm. they're scared of fisk and so they're trying to find some type of document that Mm -hmm. has actual proof of what fisk is doing because the man in the black is the only witness against fisk and he has no credibility right so i think the mystery detective work is what i'm looking forward to Mm. trying to figure out Mm. What information or, I guess, piece of evidence could they find mm-hmm. to prove that Wilson Fisk is, like, doing all these crimes in the city? Right. And so that's going to cause a lot of tension because Fisk is very, very careful and smart. Mm-hmm. And he's got Wesley. So it's like, man, mm. this is going to be hard. Wow, yeah. So um, I was telling you guys earlier how I'm kind of almost frustrated with this religious component of this series because I'm like, oh, I don't really care how much you're struggling. <laughs> I don't really care about <laughs> you going to mass or you going to confession. Um, but I was thinking a little bit more about it, how, like, I think Matt's religion and his connection to it sets him apart from, say, like, a Batman because other than that, I feel like they're kind of the same person minus the sight piece. Um, yeah, there's some similar, <laughs> but um, yeah. So, like, hearing you guys, what your thoughts on Matt having, you know, coffee or a latte with the father, and just the insight that he provided for Matt was interesting. And so, I guess just mm-hmm. moving forward, um, seeing how he comes to terms with this. Um, mm. And I've always hated how some vigilantes or heroes have a no kill policy. And that always frustrates me because I'm like, just kill them. They're evil. Like, why, what are you doing? Why, why are you trying to be cute? 
Um, but I think it makes I'm, I'm more sense for Matt to be in the yeah. situation. Um, and as I was watching all the religious pieces, um, I made a quick meme that I'll text to you guys. Um, oh, this is fun. <laughs> but you made yeah, it. That's meme. what I'm looking okay. forward to. Nice. Nice. I cannot wait to see this meme. There's a lot of things I'm looking forward to. Um, it's easy to say like, oh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how this ends. Um, I feel like, wow. Wow. <laughs> Fergie. <laughs> um, that's oh, hilarious. <laughs> so Kendrick clever. Lamar's album, yeah. <laughs> except it's Daredevil. <laughs> um, so I guess what I'm most looking forward to is what this is building up to for Kingpin because Kingpin keeps talking about this vision for uh house kitchen, the vision for the city. And up until this point, for me, it doesn't feel tangible. You know what he's talking about. It, it, it's he's, he's talking a lot about concepts and I'm interested in seeing if in this season, we either see or or get a better understanding tangibly what his vision is for the city. Because in my mind, Kingpin and and Daredevil, they're after the same thing, in my mind. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, Kingpin's vision is completely different. Did they than mention what it in, they, in the last couple episodes they, we watched? They've they they mentioned some details. Um but even in the details, it was vague. It was it was revolving around Cardenas, and and the whole because they're they're trying to buy properties. Yeah, because I thought it was him buying up all the properties and changing them to make them more attractive to like outside people moving in. Right, but what I think is also happening is while he's doing that, he's also got this underground network going on. And I think... Because I thought that was just to get the money to buy the... Property. I think it's going to continue happening. But you think there's more? more I think there might this? be more. Okay. I think there might be more. You know, because I think it's beyond just, you know, gentrification. I think yeah. I think it's... <laughs> I think it's... Uh, you know, That's literally what's happening. Oh, wow, no, yeah. Gentrification. Um, but I, I think it's more. I think it, it's it's a lot of criminal stuff. It's drugs. It's It's, you know just dirty money p- to be made and to keep him at the place that he's at and keep him in the shadows. So I'm interested in seeing where the story takes Kingpin um, and how the season will end. Yeah. I mean, he might snap. Vanessa was you know, the people at the party. Vanessa was mm. one of the victims. So true. We'll see oh, yeah, how Vanessa that happens too. Yeah. We'll yeah. See what happens with that. Yep. So that's how it kind of ends, right? Like Vanessa was yeah. poisoned and, um, Oh man. I feel so like there's, I'm gonna start watching this tomorrow. Un- there's a lot of uncertainty, and I like how Netflix. All I feel like with every Netflix show, their tenth episode, it kind of ends with this like, this uncertainty of like, wait, what's gonna happen next? Like, mm-hmm. I remember Jessica Jones when we did that review, it ended with Kilgrave putting everyone in that noose, mm-hmm. and right. um, Hope killing herself, and then he left with the his scientist dad. Right. So the whole reason of protecting hope was gone. And now, and you're left with, okay, now what? Right. And so I feel like in daredevil, it's like, dang. So Kingpin was trying to, you know, protect Vanessa and his motivation was Vanessa. Now she's 
she could be dead. It's like, now what does he do? Right. You know? Right. Yeah, I'm very interested in seeing where this goes. Well, guys, this was fun talking about Daredevil. Tune in next time as we close the season one of Daredevil. And um, let's see how this ends. Well, that's our discussion. Uh, let us know what you think of everything we talked about in this episode. You can write to us by emailing marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 617-299-6644. Let us know about everything that you've heard in this episode, or if you want to say hi to us, that's fine too. Marvelous Friends is available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet Marvel content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod. You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scene content. Links to all of these platforms and more are in the show notes of this episode below. This is the Marvelous Friends Podcast. Listen, we need to talk business.